Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Johnny Ken Show, John Cobell, and Ken Champotes, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're back. I feel like we never left. Friday to Monday goes really fast. Uh, you know, when you're searching for news stories, you run upon a ton of websites. So there's always these links that, that hang there suspiciously because they want you to click them. So they have sort of a, I don't know, uh, a catchy kind of title in them. Clickbait, yeah. Clickbait, yeah. The one, though, that cracked me up today was um, the clocks go forward this weekend. Here's all you need to know. And I'm like, <laughs> I, um, I thought we just put the clocks ahead an hour. Is there anything more to it? That the I headline to just told you all you need to know. <laughs> I, yeah. Some people might be confused. What time? What time do I do that? Do I do that Saturday afternoon or Sunday yeah, yes. after I get up? Or yeah, do it Saturday afternoon. You can do it any time you want, but sometime on Sunday. <laughs> no, do it Monday times. morning. <laughs> Here's all you need to know. <laughs> and the other one that got my attention is was the one. Is that moronnews.com? You still go well, to that actually, site? I think that was the Channel 7 news well, website. Yeah, ABC 7, I think yeah. it was. It was like stuck right in the middle, so it caught my eye. <laughs> And you know, those really bad medical ones that uh, I think started years ago with, here's what happens to you after you drink a can of Coca-Cola. Remember that one? Yes. And then it was followed by, here's what happens to you after you drink a can of Diet Coca-Cola. That was another good one. But the one I saw today, I think it was yesterday, got my attention for obvious reasons. Here's what happens to you after you eat an avocado. Oh. What? Bad things? (laughs) Well, I, I made a mistake of clicking it. Although I didn't get stuck in, like, ad hell. Boy, no wonder your weekend went by fast. <laughs> well, some doctor, but he never really talked specifically about avocados. It's about all these gut problems you can have, you know, with bacteria and build up in your gut. And- oh, there's a tremendous number of ads suddenly about gut bacteria, which is a whole concept <laughs> I've never even heard of. And now it's, 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 it's like 15,000 ads this year I've seen go by on gut bacteria. It's like, would you stop it? I was hoping to get the goods at Avocado Girl and just have some fun. But No, I, I was getting get nervous. I had a full, I had a whole, I should say, avocado today for lunch. Normally yeah. I have a half. Well, yeah, usually those headlines make you think, like the Coke and the Diet Coke, that there's all sorts of things going on in your body after you drink and eat these things. But yeah. your, your gut I can't bacteria. say there was much there. No, avocado's a superfood. Your gut bacteria is all out of whack now. No. Yeah. You ever it was fake news. No. Ever pitch over after you ate one of those things? Or? No, I have not. All right. 
We're watching you. How avocado prices holding stable these days after the uh, big? Uh, you know, I haven't bought any ban? lately because that wonderful listener that owns a farm in Temecula sent all those avocados, so I'm still eating those. So I don't know. I, I thought you gave a lot away. I did. I kept about five, but they they were not ripe. They're finely ripe, so I've been eating them. Oh, okay. Yeah. She hoarded them for the winter. <laughs> They're very special. Uh, the situation with Ukraine, uh, they had more talks today, whatever that means. Well, you, you know what it was? The Russians made uh, a whole bunch of demands, and the Ukrainians said, no way, get out. Yeah. I guess they wanted them to be a neutral country. They wanted certain territories to be independent, the, the ones that have been with the Russian separatists. They, they want the uh, two eastern uh, regions that they uh, have been running for a long time to be declared independent. That's what Putin uh, said. Uh, right. They wanted Crimea to be recognized as entirely Russian. And they wanted uh, something in the uh, Ukrainian constitution that they will never join NATO and they will never join the European Union. And, well, it gives them something left, doesn't it? I mean, shouldn't well, they have taken a deal? Except, yeah, except do you think Russia's going to stick by the deal? Uh, After they give Russia all that stuff, what keeps Russia from uh, conti- from not, from uh, ending the invasion? I mean, what keeps them from continuing the invasion? Nothing. That's yeah, all a ploy. Well, because they, they agreed uh, a few days ago on these car- humanitarian corridors, they called them, so that the refugees would have a path out of the country. Another trick. Well, it was a trick because the Russians... Uh, uh, seeded landmines all along the corridor. And oh, people no. were blowing up, and then they were shelling the buses that were taking oh. the refugees away. Oh, I saw another headline that a lot of the civilian corridors led you right into Russia or Belarus. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that was another Wait, proposal. Were you taken prisoner immediately? <laughs> you know, the history of, of Russia is, you know, they invaded Chechnya, I think, twice. They invaded Georgia. They invaded Ukraine several times, and in the middle of these battles, there was always Don't Afghanistan. That's Afghanistan, the big one. right? And then oh, in Syria, they they bombed the hell out of Syria a few years ago. But in all these battles, they always said, "Oh, okay, we'll have uh, uh, refugee corridors, right? Humanitarian corridors. We'll have ceasefires." Every single time, the Russians violated it. Oh, this Every is right out of their playbook, huh? Oh no, this is this is longstanding for decades under Putin. It's whatever they say is a trap. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can go outside. You can you can go walk to Poland. Go ahead. And Feel next free. thing you know is boom. Sean Penn walked to Poland, so I guess it's possible, he, right? He missed the landline landmines? I guess so. He just announced that he got to Poland. Remember, That's he great. was in Kiev when the uh, bombing he, started. Who gives a crap what he does? <laughs> he's like a homeless well, person. Well, just use him as an example. Of no, I know. But, no, I'm just saying he's always in the news. He, you know, he flies around the world and he attends this and attends that. It's, it's like a vagrant. Well... He wants you to know that he's more than just lip service to his causes. He actually what, goes to what, the front lines. That's and great. I'm, he was I'm, doing some documentary on Ukraine, I think. Sure. And he happened to be there when the bombing started. Well, all that you said might explain why a huge majority of Americans in this Reuters poll think the following. We should stop buying Russian gas and oil. We should work with NATO to set up the no-fly zones. Uh, and we should seize more uh, oligarch assets. Uh, yeah, yes on all those things. Yeah, the, apparently, the, I didn't realize it was this strong. It's apparently Republicans, Democrats, the, 74% said the United States and its allies should impose a no-fly zone I, in Ukraine. 74%. You know, because I think a lot of people are watching the war in color, live on television every night, and it's infuriating. I, I really was angry last night watching what they were doing. I, it, it's, it just it makes you absolutely crazy 
to see them getting away with all the... I mean, it's mass murder. This is... You know, normally wars are soldiers against soldiers, right? Tank against tank. You know, air fighter against air fighter. This is this is the Russian army on innocent people, killing them by the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I've never seen this in my life. Well, the shelling is going to result in that because it's not precise. Now, if they're shooting them point blank, and I have seen stories that say they are, that's really evil. Well, but 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 you said what they're doing is they're sending now these long range missiles because their their tanks and their supply trucks are bogged down in the mud. They are starting to send long range missiles, which by their nature are less accurate. So that's hitting everything: homes, apartment buildings. I saw a small village. I think it was in southern Ukraine last night. Just obliterated. People living in small little shack like homes. You know, elderly people stumbling around in a daze, looking around, and there's nothing but rubble. But didn't we kill Iraqi civilians when we invaded that country? I'm sure we did. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we we, we did. Uh, you know, supposedly it was uh, collateral damage that we were really going after military sites. But this is specifically they are killing civilians on purpose, by design. This is another thing that they, that they do, what Putin does specifically when they go to war. The war. Oh, yeah, they want to break your will and get you all to surrender. So it's mass slaughter. And I think people are seeing it and they're saying, well, what the hell? Are we going to sit here forever and just watch them slaughter hundreds more tonight? You know, tonight on CNN at 9 o'clock, watch hundreds of Ukrainians die live on your television. It is difficult to watch. The New York Times put a photo, one of the worst photos I've ever seen, of a mother and her two little children laying dead in the street. After some Russian attack, and they're 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 laying there, like corpses, blood on them. As they put it right on the front, you know, their top of the website. Oof! I, I just, I mean, all right. Well, I guess we're going to get involved. Everybody wants uh, Biden to do these things. But he does these things. We'll see what happens. He's, but uh, he's never well, going to stop. The, the overall theme was you got to stand up to Putin is what Americans are saying, that something has to be done beyond sanctions Yeah. to really show uh, Putin that he can't just barge into another country. And these were the options that people overwhelmingly supported, the no-fly zone and uh, the other things I mentioned. So overwhelming support for these things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to give, to give Russia billions of dollars. The only thing I didn't vote for was troops. They don't want to send tr- American troops into Ukraine to help them defend their land. And I don't want that. Well, there's no excuse for giving him billions of dollars and buying oil and gas. I mean, that's, that's repulsive. All right. Uh, we got more coming up, including maybe Poland to the rescue. We'll explain. John and Ken. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, the good old days of uh, $5 a gallon gas, huh? <laughs> Making its way to seven in some places. Seven. No end in sight. I mean, the jumps in just the last week in gas prices have been <laughs> amazing. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. The One of the developments over the weekend is, well, it's all this idea of a no-fly zone over Ukraine. And uh, the only way that Ukraine has been able to do anything about the Russian planes, you know, dropping their bombs is they've got surface-to-air missiles. That's it. 
So they want something in terms of something they can put in the air. And the proposal that's come forth is perhaps they'll get old Polish planes. Actually, they're Soviet-era planes that Poland's had. And uh, maybe they, because supposedly Ukrainian pilots would know how to fly them, since they at one time also had the Soviet-era planes. And uh, some of them, I think, are just gathering rust in the Polish military. Although one of the stories says Poland wasn't quite ready to do this and wants full NATO approval. And the other part is NATO would replace anything that Poland sends over to Ukraine by sending Poland more planes for them to use should they need them. So, right. Yeah. So it's kind of a three-way deal. Poland uh, sends its uh, fighter jets to Ukraine and the U.S. and the rest of NATO replace them with another with another model. Right. Which is what Although, they should do. Poland's prime minister dismissed, dismissed these reports yesterday. Poland won't send its jet fighters to hashtag Ukraine as well as other or as, as well as allow it to use its airports. We significantly help in many other areas. There you go. Well, they're Matt, having Matus Morawiki. Morawiki. They're having they're having real meetings about it. I mean, I don't I don't go by public statements that politicians make because yeah. the the Ukraine the, the meetings are real. The, the Polish Air Force has uh, Soviet-made MiG-29 combat jets. Ukraine has had it in its fleet those planes, similar planes before. Poland operates 21 single-seat and six two-seat MiG-29s, according to uh, a. Uh, Air Force report. So, yeah. So they they uh, they just have to coordinate with the U.S. and all of NATO, right? And then and then decide what the strategy is for getting those jets in into Ukraine. And as I mentioned, uh, Putin in many cases is just going about business as usual. Over the weekend, he appeared with a group of uh, sexy uh, flight attendants who were holding bouquets of flowers. He visited an aviation training center at uh, an Aeroflot facility on Saturday and uh, wasn't smiling in the picture. He's got like five uh, yeah, but whoever female he, flight attendants around him. The, the millions of Russians who are brainwashed this guy, brainwashed by this guy, are eating this stuff up that he's standing there with all these uh, flight attendant models. Yes. Who knows if they're real? They really are flight attendants. They they could just be a bunch of actresses dressed up that way. But That's true. He, he was posing in red uniforms. He, yeah, he, yeah. He was posing like he was uh, Hugh Hefner at a Playboy beauty pageant. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so I think that was just a, a middle finger to everybody. It's like uh, this is what I'm doing. What are you doing this weekend? Mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, the Ukrainians are are running for their lives, and Putin is shooting at them while he's standing there with those. Stupid flight attendants. Everything about him is so infuriating. He's such he's like one of the biggest psychos I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. If the US does decide to ban oil and gas from Russia, well, you can you can look at seven dollar a gallon gas prices nostalgically, because it'll go up who knows how high, probably past ten dollars. Well, because that will affect the world supply even more than the world supply is being well, affected we, right we, now. We got to increase our our home supply. I mean, it has to happen. We 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 got to neutralize all these Green New Deal fanatics and maybe ship them, uh, you know, ship them to Russia uh, because we can't have that policy anymore. Everybody had oh. their fun playing around with being green. Doesn't work in the real world. Well, so guess what? That's not happening. Well, it's, it's eventually going to happen. You'll see. 
But Biden's going to have to buckle. The reports today are that Biden is going to talk to Saudi Arabia and Venezuela about more oil. Yep, there's a report that he might travel to Saudi Arabia coming up uh, next month to discuss a range of issues. Yeah, and they also want to get oil from Iran. They want to make a deal with Iran to give them uh, a chance to build a nuclear weapon. And in return, we get oil. Oh, the, boy. Yeah, and Venezuela is... is uh, That's something by, like 10 years from now I can hear us saying, oh, yeah, great. No, he Just shouldn't to do get that. more oil, we gave the Iranians a chance to make uh, nuclear yeah, weapons, we, and now they blow up we, uh, half the Middle East. We, sh- we should pump our own oil, and eventually we will, because the gas can only go so high. Inflation. There's a, probably an inflation report this week where... It, that's going to be at eight percent. Then, then the then the price of gas is going to go up to seven dollars and eight dollars and beyond. And eventually, the public is going to go berserk. And he's going to have to open the Keystone Pipeline. He's going to have to restart drilling. He's going to have to create a supply because even if it takes months to get uh, you know the the pipeline going, this war is going to be around months from now. This is not going away here. This is and we can't sit here and listen to what uh, 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 what's her name Alexandria occasional cortex we can't listen to that idiot she can't be running our policy oh I don't we, think she is she just sends out her own tweets no I, I, I know, gobbles but, it up because but, it's so far out there but it, but the this thing will is, shock people they'll click the thing is that is Biden's policy Biden's policy is the garbage. That she promotes. Oh, on climate change, yes. On That's climate right. change, right. The, the, nobody's saving the climate here. It's, it's total nonsense. We have to pump the oil. We have to use the natural gas. We have to reduce our dependency on foreign oil. It's it's an absolute must if we're going to survive. I mean, we got, we got hundreds and thousands of Ukrainians dying in part because Europe is, is dependent on Russian oil. And and they they don't they don't want they won't they don't want to piss Russia off and that's part of the reason everyone's so reluctant to take on Russia here so they're sacrificing all these Ukrainian people I, I, it's just horrible stupid policy I mean we have we have such blockheads and dimwits running the country right now with the stupidest policies imaginable they're simply not serious adults they just aren't they're 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 wallowing in all kinds of like childish fantasies. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we didn't burn gas and oil, and then you know the planet would be would be cleaner? It's like shut up, little kid. The United States ended diplomatic relationships with uh, the government of Venezuela in 2019 when Trump was president. They actually was recognizing another candidate as the legitimate leader of Venezuela. So the idea that we may have new talks with them to try to bring oil back into the U.S., although they say the production could not make up for what Russia exports to the United States. They're only capable of producing 800,000 barrels a day in Venezuela. Most of it goes to China and Cuba. All right, we got more coming up. John again, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI. And 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we'll have more on the uh, war in Ukraine, gas prices, all that. Stay tuned to KFI News, too, for the latest updates on the Ukraine-Russia situation. The following story is all you need to know about why we hate politicians and the corruption that always follows them. And this is a person that we have mentioned on the show from time to time. I think we even threw this person in the dumpster at one point. It is California State Treasurer, great name, Fiona Ma. 
Fiona Ma. I forget. She was on our show years ago. And remember, she was getting prompted by somebody in the background for answers. Uh, she sounded like she was distracting lo- and weird. She sounded like she was loaded. I just thought she sounded confused and was one of those puppet politicians that needs help with any kind of answer. She sounded exactly like a drunk person to me. Well, this story takes us to Santa Ana, where apparently they have a police union president by the name of Jerry Serrano. Jerry Serrano is one of the most highly compensated public employees in the state of California and largely spends all his time as the Santa Ana police union president and the fight here was to count his massive union salary which apparently tops five hundred thousand dollars towards his retirement benefits and apparently under the rules it's considered special pay and he was denied so this happened a couple of years back he went on a rampage to see if he could undo that decision which eventually led him to Fiona Ma to find out if she would support and help pass a state law called Senate Bill 278. It amends existing state policy and sets new procedures for determining benefits of a public employee who gets special pay. It was passed and signed into law last September by Governor Dippity Doo. And apparently it is believed that this law will help this union hack boost his pension, thanks to his humongous union salary as president of the union. He, uh, he, his $500,000 that he gets in salary is paid by the taxpayers of Santa Ana. He, he does no police work. He's the police union head. Yep, Got he it, does he, no work has, for the city. He has an administrative job running a union. It's called a full-time release provision under the police union's labor contract. This is one of the giveaways that these very... Uh, powerful unions get from local cities. So in Santa Ana, they wrote a contract that the city signed where they could have somebody who's a full-timer, who's paid by the taxpayers, but he doesn't really work for the city. He doesn't work as police. He's just so, the union president. So they... they $500,000. Right. But now they, they need it. They, he wants to be eligible for a pension. He wants that money. He wants that as money counted his- as a public employee pension. Exactly. So he he went to Fiona Ma for help, and his union donated $15,900 to her re-election campaign. Yeah, that's how it works. That's why we brought this story up. You can see, pay to play. She's the state treasurer. So so she, this is corruption. This is absolute, this is, this is, you know, she got a cut. She got a kickback. He ends up getting uh, $60,000 in a boost to his public pension every year. And in return, Fiona Ma got uh, almost $16,000 for her campaign. Now, when, they, should, they should all go to jail for this. Yes, the top attorney for the city, Sonia Carvalho, wrote in 2021, we understand that Mr. Serrano has expectations for an increase in his pension by up to $60,000 a year. It's against public policy for an individual to receive a taxpayer-funded public pension for work that was not performed for a public agency. He's just a union hack. He he doesn't work in any way for the taxpayer, but the taxpayer has to pay him a half million a year. That's right. He works for the union. Like I said, well, I mean, the union it, it, is the police officers, so therefore he's working for the people. Not no, really. No, he's not, not working for the people. He's working not, for not the union. All. And they could set up their own 
pension fund. You know, if he wants a bigger pension, that that's up to the police union to set that up, to give him that perk. So what Ma did was she helped draft the language for the bill while it was going through the legislature. She got directly involved, not only lobbying for this bill, but writing the language. And when asked about this, she gave some answer. Oh, it isn't. It's because we were inconsistently applying the laws of the public yeah. retirement system. And it's, it's, it affects police, fire, and so many other agencies. I didn't just do this for this one union guy in yeah. Santa Ana. Right. Yes, you did. That's twice. Nice campaign donations to make uh, to smooth the past here. Huh? The, the, path. Only, the only purpose for campaign donations is to get some kind of return from the uh, public official. There's no other reason to donate to a politician. Nobody really would do that normally. That's ridiculous. Why would you give away your money to a political hack? But if you're getting a kickback, well, it's different. Right. Well, administrative law judge had determined that Serrano should not give his, what he's asking for to receive state pension credit for his salary as president of the Police Officers Association. This judge ruled on February 15th that the special compensation he earns as union president cannot be considered as, and here's a, haven't heard that, pensionable in regards to his retirement, pensionable in regards to his retirement benefits. So uh, it says here the president has no normally required duties while on leave from the city. Work performed on behalf of the union cannot qualify as special compensation, regardless of the nature of the work or its ultimate benefit to the city, wrote the judge. He also said that special pay this guy gets in other categories, something called, oh, these are great, detective premium, bilingual premium, holiday pay, and union allowances should also not count. Remember we talked about this years ago? We took a look at the, uh, I think it was the prison guard union's prison guard contract. Union. That they get paid for walking to the uh, locker room or something like that from, from the park from the parking lot to their locker room. I think they got they paid. come up with all these special pay categories. They got paid for getting dressed. Seriously, yeah. they got they got they uh, charged a separate fee for getting dressed because you wouldn't want nude guards running around. They, well, uh, it's it's all it's all a scam because there's a limit publicly how much of a raise you can give union members. So you give them the raise by breaking it into other categories that the public's not aware of, right? Because right. you can't, maybe you can't get away publicly with giving a, an 8% raise, so you make it a 6% raise, and the other 2% is buried in nonsense. Hey, it's like, you know, we'll give you a half a percent for walking from the parking lot. We'll give you another half percent for putting your boots on, you know? So now this goes, because this judge made this ruling, the CalPERS board has to dis take a look at it on April 19th about what they're going to do. They did allow him uh, a little bonus because he got a bachelor's degree from Cal State Long Beach. It's called the Educational Incentive. There's, there's another one. So he gets a small pension bump for that. But for everything else, it's, mostly. It's just looting, looting taxpayers. Yeah. Oh, That's and here all. it is. Stealing money. March of last year, Serrano met with Fiona Ma, a senior advisor at hotel conference room for 30 minutes in Sacramento. That's where they sat down to mm -hmm. work out, you know, you help me. I'll help you. They're dirty. And several days later, the drafts for the bills came out. Yeah. Well, Jerry Serrano's dirty and Fiona Ma's dirty. That's what you've got there. And this is how it really works in politics. That's why we do these stories. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, coming up after 3 o'clock, another story that, again, the quote is, tells you all you need to know. The California Democrats had their state convention over the weekend. And apparently very few people 
talked about homelessness, crime, or inflation. That may be hard to believe, but that apparently was not on the minds of these uh, California state Democrats as they gathered. Right. To look at their future. The, the, this the, is the governor's election year. The party has a supermajority in the Assembly and the Senate, and they have every uh, major elective office in Sacramento, and they have no interest in even uh, speaking out loud about homelessness and crime. None. They don't care. People. Can, I guess the topics are all woke stuff, huh? Well, of equity? That, that's all. That's all. That's all they care about. They're, equity. It's, it's a religious cult. They care yeah. about things that the average person has no interest in. Like well, all I think that, the all wall's that... going to fall on them because eventually people are going to vote about what matters in their lives. And I think crime, homelessness, and inflation are big subjects for people. Nothing else. Think? There's nothing else. The woke stuff is, is, seems just so dated and over. Nobody talks about that crap. Defund the police. Yeah. yeah. Good going. Even Biden gave up on that the other day. Then we'll talk about homelessness. Uh, one of the old hack columnists for the El Segundo Times weighs in on the misery of that tax increase that L.A. taxpayers were hit with to pay for homeless housing. And a new audit report just came out on it, which shows you how abysmal that program has gone. All that's coming up in the three o'clock hour. If you haven't seen any of the photographs or video of the huge fight at a soccer game in Mexico over the weekend, it makes anything you've seen at our NFL games during the regular season seem very small. I mean, we've said this before, as much as NFL football fans sometimes go at it in the stands and it's a couple of drunk guys just pounding each other, everybody stands around with their cell phones out. This time, almost everybody got involved. They were lifting up fence barriers and throwing them at each other. I mean, this was thousands of fans apparently, of the opposing teams. What happened was the fights in the stands got so ugly that some of the fans ran onto the field to try to escape the violence. And from there, it just got out of control. Officially, 26 injured, three in critical condition. There were reports yesterday that some had died, only because if you look at the video, there were some guys just lying there all curled up in a pool of blood. Did you see the video, John? That was uh... I seen photos of it. I I didn't I didn't see the video, but oh, I... Ray sent out the uh, Twitter video. It was like a two minutes long of somebody who walked around an they, area of the stadium they... to show people pounding each other and then people lying in blood. It's, it's on the guy, floor. It's For guy... some reason, a lot of people got stripped of like half or all of their clothing. Yeah, I was gonna gear. say it's a lot of guys without shirts. Yeah, and guys guys without shirts are always cause trouble. Always. If you see shirts and lots of tattoos all over their uh, chest and, 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 and stomach, more bad news. I don't know how much alcohol is allowed at uh, Mexican me. soccer games, but that right. certainly would be a uh, contributing factor. Well, yeah, it'd be the, I think it would be the primary factor. Right. <laughs> I don't think any of this happens at sporting events if guys weren't uh, drunk. The stories well, we're Let them fight. At. Let them kill each other. Yeah, <laughs> Stories we're looking at is trying to analyze. What are we losing here? Why, <laughs> why, uh, why these particular two teams have like an intense rivalry? There's cultural researchers. Uh, it says here, life in Latin America has lived in a very melodramatic way, and part of the melodrama is exaggerated feelings of sadness and defeat. Mm-hmm. That could help explain why fans of losing teams seek to emphasize this idea of tenacity by signaling that even though. Even through the worst of the worst, they will always 
be there. And I, you know, the game wasn't that far along. I think it was one nothing in favor of one of the two teams, but it was, I think, within the first hour of play where everything, supposedly there were 14,000 fans in the stands. There was supposedly 600 security people present, private guards, state and municipal police. And uh, they're supposed to have one member of security for every 14 fans at these games. Because people are animals. And we're an animal species. And we're easily riled up. And, And we're very tribal. So when you start following a sports team, you've joined a tribe. And you know if if you're stupid enough and you and and you're drunk enough, you're gonna get like caught up in all the hysteria. And all it needs to happen is for somebody that's cheering for the opposing team or taunting, right. to set you off to the point you'd like to pummel them. I felt that way before, but fortunately, yeah. I don't drink a lot of games. And <laughs> yeah, like you, I could see you running shirtless and <laughs> drunk. Picking up like a fence piece and smashing somebody over the head with it. Pummeling strangers, yeah. Oh, there was one part in the video where a guy was lying, like I said, shirtless on the ground, like in blood. But several of the guys came and I thought they were dragging him to get him help. Instead, they dragged him and beat him again. Yeah. And it looked like he tried to get up and they beat him back down. He's probably one of the people in critical condition because that was quite a pummel. Kick and kick and punch. We're an awful species. I mean, look what's going on in Ukraine. We're just an awful species. Especially well, the guys. There's people that still go to Broadway shows and opera who don't act like this. It's a different species, though. It's, well, it's... But it's part of the species you call uh, awful. I don't know. Don't I... paint all of us with the broad brush of being uh, uh, barbaric. The, the opera crowd's awful in other ways. Uh... <laughs> First of all, they go to opera. So the Mexican Soccer Federation is going to meet to announce what measures they can take to i mean there's always violence but i think this one was exceptional oh, you got to cut off the they, booze that's what they you have suspended to do. the game and they never do that it's it's too much money yeah i know somebody who's running a team like a uh, like a minor league baseball team and um they couldn't make money unless they were selling beer at the stadium that was the difference they don't sell beer they're going under they sell beer they'll be okay this is kind of the the philosophy I think I've seen in Vegas that you've got to have people smoke because that's what they do when right. they gamble. Just like people who watch sports in person well, want to drink. Yeah. and but It's part of the uh, the ritual. That's what's weird, though. Part of our country is so barbaric and stupid, right? Bashing each other over the head over some, some game. And then part of it is so uptight and prissy. It's like, oh, you're smoking? I just, I just don't believe that. Oh, you're smoking. Oh, you're drinking. Oh, you're not wearing a mask. Just a strange brew, strange mix. Meanwhile, there are guys you're just smashing each other over the head with uh, fence posts. Oh yeah, it's like those those big barricades, the big yeah. steel barricades they had that come in pieces. They were picking it up on each end and just yeah, that that's pure animal wafting it at each other. Yeah, that's just 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 a superb amount of testosterone. You got to find a weapon, otherwise you're going to be overmatched. I kind yeah. of understand. <laughs> All right, I want to see you out in a, one of these brawls. That'd no, be, that'd I, be great. Sure, I run shirtless. for the exit as fast as I can. I, I, don't I take to. off your pants too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're naked, pummeling people.
All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM 640. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment legal or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.